0: Here's the thing too about like rejection sensitivity dysphoria is we're so quick to jump to I did something wrong. Like that is the only thing that makes sense because we're like well I can control what I do so I think that I did something wrong. You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are, and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out, to making multiple six figures helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hi, beautiful people. Welcome back to the pod. We are in August when you're listening to this. The first week of August, I can't believe it. I am so sad. The summers in Canada are literally so short. We still have an entire month left, but I feel like I say that at the beginning of like July. I'm like, there's only two months left of summer, but September can be pretty warm. I hope that it is. We actually, um, are thinking about getting married in September next year. Guys, I still have to do wedding planning why am I so overwhelmed it's because I have ADHD that's why and like it's such a big deal I do have help from my mom she's like my wedding planner she was an event planner for the organization that we worked at for a very long time years and years so she has put on huge events before so it's good but like getting started one of the hardest things for somebody who has ADHD Um, getting started can be very difficult and that's where I am right now. And I feel like once I just pick a venue and I say I, because whenever I bring something to Dustin, he's like, yeah, I like it. And he's not being useless. He really is just being, he's, he's just so easygoing, which is good. But also in terms of like an action taker, I'm, I'm definitely more of the action taker in the relationship. Um, so I'm just like, okay, well, I have to decide, which is good because I like making decisions and I like choosing things. If he was very, like, hellbent on something, I think it would annoy me because I have just a, like, such a particular way of things, um, that it's exciting for me to be able to choose the things that I like. Um, so... Yeah, I just think the universe fucked up when they put me in Canada. <laughs> I am definitely a California girl on the inside. That's just how I feel. I feel like I am a California girl from beginning to end. Whenever I'm in California, I've been there twice, I, I'm i just, like, the happiest person ever. I'm just like, I could live here, but I have a family and a fiancé and a dog and a cat which we could move the fiance and the dog and the cat, but not my entire family, you know? So I guess that's important. But anyways, Hot Coach Summer is coming to an end at the end of this month. We are sad about it. But we are not sad about the results that my clients are getting and the end of my epic from Imposter to Empowered launch and always, always working on ourselves and being our best and highest selves. One of my most recent one one clients just became booked out And this is so exciting because A, she's booked out at a number that makes her feel good and fulfilled and not overrun. And B, she's actually on vacation now for an entire month. And she's truly living the way that she wants to be living, which is something that she came to me with. You know, like, she came to me with that and she came to me with not feeling confident in selling her services. She felt like she... Lost her momentum and her business just wasn't feeling fun anymore. She also had so many client contracts ending and was nervous about where her business was going, and now she's fully booked out. She loves her life, she loves her business again. She feels inspired. She's going into a launch at the end of the month when she's done her vacation, and she's never felt so clear and aligned in her business ever. And this is what I want. For you and what's possible inside of one-to-one coaching, I have spots available now. This is a six-month container, eight thousand dollars, pay in full or payment plan of thirteen thirty-three for six months. If you are ready to be booked out, sought out, and to feel worthy of it all, I want you to hit the link in my show notes and apply, and we can either get on a sales call or you can go directly to the payment, and we will get started right away and we have a two-hour deep dive and it's just it is the best I love my one-to-one clients so much okay so I talked about today's topic on my Instagram stories a couple of weeks ago you guys know I have ADHD And one of the many parts of my ADHD is called rejection sensitivity dysphoria. And I really thought that this deserved its own episode in itself, because a lot of my clients deal with this. So essentially, people who have ADHD can feel extremely sensitive to rejection or discomfort, and therefore will learn how to actively avoid situations or things where they anticipate rejection or discomfort. So... I've been doing this forever. In 2019, before I even knew I had ADHD, I actually developed the rejection template, because I myself was so sensitive around it when it came to my business, I thought there was something wrong with me. And I was unknowingly attracting all of these neurodivergent clients that I had no idea about. And like, A really good sidebar about that is after I went to an entrepreneurial event in 2019, one of the things that I wrote down in a letter to myself was the fact that I want to help other people who stutter. I want other people who stutter to feel confident and sure of themselves and worthy and I didn't really know how that was going to happen or how that was going to manifest. Um, but it actually turned out to be I was neurodivergent and I just didn't know and I had unknowingly being like I had unknowingly been attracting neurodivergent clients and I was like, why are my clients thinking this way? How come they are so sensitive to rejection like me? You know what I mean? And we, we unconsciously attract a lot of the same things about us, right? So Like I said, I was unknowingly attracting all these neurodivergent clients, and they benefited so greatly from the template as well, the rejection template. Um, And it's just a series of questions, but it's meant to help you pull the rejection apart, not make it mean anything about you, and to help you glean the lesson from any situation you find yourself in. I literally use it on myself. All the time. It was always a favorite when it comes to my clients. It is always a favorite when it comes to my clients. So here I was in 2019 being like, holy fuck, I am so sensitive to people saying no to me. And there were so many times where I didn't launch a program or didn't show up to sell or didn't pitch to someone who was asking questions and clearly would have responded to a pitch, all because I was deathly afraid of being rejected. And if we look at why we fear rejection so badly, it's because of how it makes us feel. Rejection feels shitty and therefore makes us feel shitty. And then if you don't know how to manage your mind, you make the rejection mean something about you. So if you do all this work for a launch and no one signs up, or if you make an offer and someone says no, someone who is sensitive to rejection and who doesn't know how to feel their feelings without making it mean something will take this as a significant blow to their self-esteem make it mean anything and everything and then may self-sabotage as a result so maybe your launch flops or maybe somebody says no and then you spiral into self-loathing thinking you're terrible at what you do and you must be messing something up and you're going to end up on your parents couch So you don't show up again for days, you scrap your offers, and you feel embarrassed and like everyone can see you're a big fraud and you self sabotage your business and your progress as a result. So because you're all smarty pants people, you start to recognize what happens when rejection looms on the horizon and you don't move towards anything that would cause rejection, and that's where the self-sabotage comes in, because you know the outcome won't be pleasant or helpful for you, all because of your fear of a feeling. Get it? Okay, let me make it way too personal for anyone's liking. So, as you guys know, I stutter, and for the longest time before I started therapy, I avoided anything that would make me feel rejected, like social events. Even when I started my own business, it took me a year before I even went to an entrepreneurial event because I was so terrified that I would stutter, someone would laugh at me or think I was weird, and then I'd spiral and think I'd never be successful and I would want to quit my business. So dramatic, but this is the kind of catastrophic thinking that I was used to indulging because I didn't know how to manage my mind. And at the end of the day, the real thing I was afraid of was my emotions and how I would unconsciously respond to my emotions. And that's the thing, right? The rejection template doesn't stop you from feeling your emotions. It just puts them into purpose. And as a business owner, rejection is going to inevitably be a part of your life, which is easy to say and so, so hard to actually remember when you're in the thick of it. So let me first start by saying you don't need to get rid of your emotions. You don't need to toughen up or form a thick skin. You can just feel the shitty emotions. It's not going to feel good. Not at all. But also, I want you to get curious when you feel shitty after a real or perceived rejection. What does it feel like? And where do you feel it on your body? What does the rejection bring up for you? Be really curious and gentle with yourself. But most importantly, You want to know what happens in your body and how you actually feel when rejection happens or when you're suspecting that rejection or failure is happening. So you know how to recognize it in your own body. So actually, let me take you through the rejection template now. And this is a series of questions that you can journal your responses to. Okay, are you ready? The first thing you're gonna do is, I want you to take the situation you experienced. How can you look at the situation as neutrally as possible? What are just the facts of the situation, not what you thought or felt about it? So, an example of this would be, I got on a sales call and the person said no, okay? Like, just straight facts, not how you felt about it, or what you thought about it. Question number two is, what did you make this mean about yourself? We're getting right into it, right? Are these things ultimately true? So whenever we experience a rejection, we make it mean something about ourselves and about our business. So be honest with yourself. What did you make this mean about yourself and your business? And are these things ultimately true? So if I was, asking you like, are you sure this is true about you? Or is it just a story? It is usually just a story, right? So really question those things. Number three is what past experiences did this situation trigger for you? Is it possible you're reacting from a past experience that you don't need to put on this current situation? So how we react to things is really from past experience, right? Like if you look at what happens when we have post-traumatic stress disorder, um, your body believes that it is reliving the event, right? So you feel as if you are reliving the event, you are feeling the emotions from... Um, from that past event. So you will unconsciously start creating that and you can create it with your mind, you can create it with how you feel, right, even if you're not in that actual circumstance anymore. So it's, it's something that happens unconsciously, but you will automatically start to react if you are, um, linking it to a past experience. So again, the question is, what past experiences did this situation trigger for you? And is it possible you're reacting from a past experience that you don't need to put on this current situation? I talk a lot about like being rejected in business, like hitting a core childhood wound of not being chosen. Um, And when it comes to a past experience, I would sometimes feel like nobody's choosing me and I would feel as I felt on the playground, right? So that's question um, number three. Number four is what are the possible alternatives to what you think this rejection meant? Write down at least five different ways this rejection could be interpreted. So for example, a person said no to your program, but it's more so about them and their financial situation than about you and what you did wrong, right? We're so, oh, here's the thing too about like rejection, sensitivity, dysphoria is we're so quick to jump to I did something wrong. Like that is the only thing that makes sense because we're like, well, I can control what I do so I think that I did something wrong right and we're so quick to do that to ourselves but here you're kind of excavating your brain and trying to figure out what other possible alternatives could those could there be right and the last question is what are the lessons you can learn from this rejection that will improve your life your business your career write down at least 10 lessons learned. Again, we are giving your brain all the reason to think differently and gain perspective. If you need to go through this template with your biz bestie or your coach or something like that, absolutely do this because I have used this before. Like I use it all the fucking time and I will tell you an example later on. So, um, that's the rejection template and that's the third thing that I really wanted to drive home in this episode. The first was that you have to allow yourself to feel your emotions without attaching meaning to them. The second was how you can use the rejection template to actually process rejection. And now the third thing is to develop buffering time for your nervous system to acclimate when a rejection occurs. So this can look like a ritual you do after noticing that you've been triggered. So for example, my brain really wants to take it personally when a client doesn't re-sign. I have so many clients that resign, and anyone that hasn't had nothing to do with me. They were just ready to move on. They had other plans in mind, etc. So almost all of my client contracts have ended beautifully not every single one of them, but the majority of them. But that doesn't stop my sensitive little peach self from being butthurt when a client doesn't want to resign, right? So a couple of months ago, one of my long term clients was ready to be done. And when she told me that at the end of one of our sessions, we got off the phone and I noticed myself wanting to react. So I lay down on my bed I did some breath work and I also journaled out my responses to the rejection template. And this was literally so healing for me. And it's taken me time to get to this place. Before I would have ruminated, tried to act like I it didn't bother me, and then it would have subconsciously affected me. So this is a way that I soothe my nervous system and get in front of it and a way that works for me. Especially because when she said no, um, it's really easy for me to be like, but the right thing to do is to realize that, oh, it's not about me and blah, 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 and just move on. But I think that's also really just passing by our emotions and really just passing by the thoughts that we're having. Like, that's an example of bypassing how we're actually feeling. And instead of being like, no, it's wrong to think this way we can think about it in a different way. But first, we have to acknowledge the emotions, right? So how I soothe my nervous system is like, I essentially treat myself like a child in terms of being like, Oh, whew, that really hurt your feelings? Like, let's go lay down. Let's let's take a couple of big breaths. Let's reaffirm how good good enough and worthy you are this doesn't mean anything about you you know um and it sounds kind of ridiculous but that's how you really treat yourself to be um to be okay with things like this happening because you subconsciously know that you're going to take care of yourself if something Like this happens instead of self sabotaging, right? So whatever you choose to do, acknowledging the rejection or the event is really important, even if it feels so small. So you can do some EFT tapping, you can do some breath work, you can journal it out or respond to the Rejection template questions that I gave you in this episode. And it doesn't have to be a long ritual or anything like that, but the point is for you to expand your nervous system into trusting yourself and taking care of yourself so you don't self sabotage your efforts or start to subconsciously avoid taking risks or subconsciously avoid going outside of your comfort zone business is all about taking risks showing our faces being seen putting our work into the world there will inevitably be rejections or situations or events that feel like rejection and you don't need to avoid it or shame your brain for needing to process especially if you're neurodivergent you just need to not make it a big deal get in front of it and move forward with love and compassion for yourself okay One of the reasons why I love working with a coach is like having somebody to debrief these things with, like, I'm not kidding, guys, when I work with a coach, and even with my biz besties, I get into every nook and cranny of my brain and eviscerate anything that would affect my thoughts or beliefs, because that's where your magic is, your energy, your confidence, your belief in yourself is so sacred. And it's what drives the ship of your business. My client that just got booked out barely changed any of her strategies. When we started working together, we just cleaned some strategy stuff up. But all we did was work on her beliefs, her confidence and her thoughts and boom, booked the fuck out. So if you want to be booked out, sought out and feel worthy of it all, apply to work with me in one-to-one coaching, a six month container where we go all in on your business and your mindset for six months. Pay in full is $8,000. Payment plan is 1333 Let's do this. The link in, is in the show notes to apply. So, talk to you guys next week. Love ya. Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one to one coaching or in the From Imposter to Empowered group program. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with all of that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at Your Coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.